Welcome to a brand new episode of Views of NX Podcast, and I'm your host, Lama. I'd like to thank y'all all for tuning in as each and every week I bring out an episode of somebody talking about their ex. And this week, we have to episode 53, but I'd like to thank y'all for checking out episode 52. A lot of y'all said that was one of the funniest episodes of The Batch I Have, which is true, and I'm glad y'all didn't complain about the time limit. It was like two hours and like 30 minutes, and that boy could talk, man. Mark can talk. And... He's highly entertaining. I'm glad, I'm glad y'all can see what I've seen for the past five years. Because he, when he gets into his bag about women and what he don't like and what they should do, like it's, it's very, very funny. Um, I was also happy to have him on the podcast. He said he'll do it again if he has another ex. But that's not the case right now. He's enjoying his life. And I hope he doesn't have another ex. Episode 53 is my friend that I've met at my job and she decided to go anonymous. Why? Because she's talking about the father of her child and she wants to just be private. She wants her identity private, uh, which is no problem. I had a anonymous person in the past, which was like episode four and the name he chose was Alex. He had a great story and the reason why he wanted to go uh, anonymous is for his own reasons. And that's cool with me, as long as you have a good story and you wanna hide yourself and, and hide your identity, that's all cool with me. So with that being said, check out episode 53 featuring Simone as she talks about the father of her child and how things started off good, where I even personally thought they was gonna be married and and be together forever because I met him in person and it looked like a good situation. But clearly that's not the case and this story is just one that I've learned about a few things, how self-aware she is and a little bit about narcissism. So with that being said, enjoy episode 53 featuring Simone and I will be back next week. Oh, before I go, please go on the Apple podcast app and rate this podcast, please. I ask nicely and go on viewsofinx.com. Check out the merch I have available. It's limited. I will have another restock coming soon, and I will announce that on Views of NX IG page and on my personal page and on Twitter. So be on the lookout for that. All right, I'm done talking. I head off. Please leave feedback on this episode on the Views of NX page, email, or me personally, and I will share that with her because she's private, and I will see y'all next week. Thank you. Bye. Got your notes ready. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is the first time I've seen notes so organized and everything. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, now you know about me. Yeah, that's that's too neat. But it's nice to see you, Simone. Hi. Nice to have you on a podcast. Thank you. Now, I've been knowing you for some years now, right? We met at my job. We can't say where it's at. <laughs> and I don't know how we met. Fantasy football. That's what. That's how it started? Yes. And y'all, I was so surprised that you was playing. Right. And then you showed me your team and I helped you fix it. I remember now. I remember. Um, how has it been? How how you been? I'm happy. Um, I'm thriving. Uh-huh. And I would say I'm definitely welcoming the change of, and into the new year. All right. And we bumped into each other at my job again. True. Randomly. True. And I was like, oh, it's now Simone is anonymous. 
and I'm using his name. This is a fake name. I was like, oh, Simone, right? And then we seen each other. And I'm like, oh, because you had a baby before this. And you were much, not to notice was that, <laughs> heavier. So I didn't notice you. And then we was like, all right, reconnected. And I told you about the podcast. And you was like, oh, I'm intrigued. I'm going to hit you up. It took you days to hit me up. And then you hit me up. You were intrigued by this podcast and wanted to do your own. So now we're here. Yes, we are. I'm and so I'm happy. surprised that you're doing this because I remember your ex and I seen him a couple of times. Right. And I thought y'all yeah, was going to be a big, happy family and all this stuff. And now we're here. That makes two of us. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, things change, people t- change, circumstances mm-hmm. change. And so we're here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an interesting journey that we took, but I'm actually, I'm pleased that I'm here to talk about it because mm-hmm. it's a part of uh, the intention of healing and addressing um, the experience yeah, yeah, yeah. for myself. All right. Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Um, sure. I am a native uh, Southern girl. Mm-hmm. I've been here in the city for almost 15 years. People don't want to give me my, my badge yet. No, you look after seven years, you're local. I am, uh, <laughs> I can cuss you out and give you directions. All right. Um, I'm not a true Yorker, but I, I do definitely love it here. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, uh, a lot of experience working in many industries here in the city, large network, Mm-hmm. Living here in Manhattan, have had some really rich experiences and have uh, nothing but good things really to show for it. Do you see yourself leaving New York or anytime soon? I said I'd leave when I got bored. Uh-huh. Um, and since now I can actually refer to old New York because yeah. we live in, in a new is, New York. Yes. <laughs> I guess it's a whole another cycle that I get to run through before I get bored. So gotcha, not gotcha. anytime soon. All right. So I always ask my guests to give their ex a fake name. Either I can choose it or you can choose it. Now today, who are we talking about? What's the fake name you're going to give him? We're going to give uh, regular old Joe. And any reason behind that? Because uh, he is uh, a very classic standard true Yorker, All Joe. Right. <laughs> now is Joe from here? Yes, native. Oh. All right. We're going to get started with how you guys met. But before that, describe Joe. How, how does Joe look? Uh, Joe is a little bit over 6'2". Mm-hmm. Um, a decent build, you mm-hmm. know. Um, he's got a mixture of backgrounds, but always claims to be a New Yorker before anything. <laughs> Does um, he like the Knicks? Die hard. Oh, my God. Poor, I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, poor, yeah, better than the Mets, but we won't go there. We're, oh, yeah. we're both diehard Yankees fans, and that's kind of how it started. Uh-huh. Um, and he's uh, one of these types that is very charming and engaging when mm-hmm. you meet him in real life. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. So, where did this first take place, and how did you guys meet? Um, I. Uh, I came back from a little stint in Florida and um, kind of nursing my own broken heart from something that was frivolous. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was, I don't know if I could say this, mm-hmm. it was like a dope boy situation where oh, I n- <laughs> never <laughs> should have seen that to actually be something that would work. Uh-huh. Um, but um, it was very in- casual anyway. But I come back to uh, the city and I decided that I wasn't going to go to old reruns. I wasn't going to... Mm-hmm move in the same circles because I really wanted to find something that worked for me. Mm-hmm. So I would, you know, uh, call my grandpa and talk about football or ask him what he had for lunch and not really mm-hmm. spend a lot of my energy in uh, connections that I didn't see to be 
progressive towards the future. And so I did create an online profile and Joe and I met on OkCupid. That's a a fan favorite. I've never been on that one. I mean, it worked until it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) So is it, what kind of features do we have? Like a a swipe feature or is like something different? I've never seen it. That was many years ago, but the premise behind this uh, Mm -hmm. platform is that you do little quizzes um, that kind of put you into buckets so that algorithms will connect you with people that are likely a match for you. Mm. So on the profiles, it'll have 68%, 12%, whatever, right? Yeah. So um, that's how it happens. And you can graze and look and swipe, but you can also read into their profile based on some of the answers that they've given on their ends. Gotcha. So Joe was tall, beard, and at Yankee Stadium. And I was like... His picture was at Yankee Stadium? Yeah. All right, all right. (laughs) What's up? So uh, that's what caught my eye. But he actually showed interest first. And oh, so it has to be a mutual interest. Um, it's the same messaging feature where gotcha, if I hit gotcha. you up, maybe you answer, maybe you don't, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, all right, all right. So I've never been on it. I'm doing like Hinge and mm-hmm. what was the other one? Bumble, stuff like that. And it's all like similar features where you got to swipe and if you don't like the picture, right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, Cupid. All right, how did that start? Like he hit you up. Was it some? Do you have game? It's funny because my strong suit is that I'm pretty pretty sharp you know and pretty yeah. sarcastic my my humor is and so um this the first was like a hey hey cutie oh you you like wu-tang and the yankees nah <laughs> like nah you catfishing and i was like <laughs> corny but like i you know it's the real deal and um we just started with some kind of like um for me, it's always the the humor that gets me, right? Yeah, so, yeah. like, if we're engaging and you can handle my my sense of humor and I get yours. And mm-hmm. so there was a lot of, like, back and forth, you know. All right. So that that's what kind of kicked it so off. So is it rare when you meet men that some of your jokes go over the head? Um, I can tell right off how, how I can you know, move. So some men aren't are interested in a woman who is like intellectually cunning or like mm. quick witted. It's, mm-hmm. it potentially makes them feel inferior. Like I don't really go into that. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Some men want you to just be like, Oh, hello. Thank you for my drink. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, did you see the game last night? I'm yeah. like, Oh, that's wild. Yo, by the way, that's why I was so shocked. I'm like, what are you talking about? You said fantasy football. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was you the commissioner play no that year too. Yeah. You, was, you ran your own league. I yeah. remember this. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was like, what do I do? Yeah, I'll <laughs> help you set your lineup. I was so shocked. All right. But, um, so Joe, you know, I had to hit it off. Yeah. And who initiated the date? Um, we and how long did it take, my fault? No, uh, it took about three weeks because mm-hmm. uh, you had we were like speaking within OKCupid, okay so that means you got to log in, you yeah, got to you know yeah. be on the platform yeah. and whatever. And so, um, at, after about like three weeks, because uh, Joe works like really wild hours and and, and all the time, mm-hmm. um, and so we fitted in and he initiated the date, mm-hmm. and uh, we met at a at a bar on on the east side. All right. And how was that? It was interesting because it was like for his, like a an acquaintance of his birthday. So I was like automatically like, oh, like this is kind of weird. Like yeah. you're going to bring me into the fold with your friends and family. And um, and we headed off. Mm-hmm. You know, I sat down and ordered my usual Southern Girl special, which is like, you know, 
shot of tequila and a light beer. And he was like, oh, word. And I was like, oh, huh. yeah. sorry. Like and a- <laughs> he was like, you know, feeling that I came through with just like the same personality that you met. There wasn't mm-hmm. any sort of like, you know, reserved, yeah, yeah. you know, because when you meet people online, when you've talked to them offline, you're running, the, yeah. you're running the chance that they're not as confident in real yeah. life. And it's just like the opposite yeah. for me. So I've been through that a couple of times. It's really awkward. It's like, what? You're not the same person. Like, yeah. talk, say something. Yeah. Should we text? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So that went well. And then what happened next? Um, That night or just in general? It Stuff happened that night. <laughs> Oh, my God. You want to get into that? It's just fine. I mean, <laughs> it was kind of like... Um, was it... You could I was like, um, you know, uh, we we wrapped it up, and it was fun. And then it's like, yo, do you want to, like, go uptown and get some pizza and Puffernel? And I was like, I mean, why didn't we start there? And so I didn't have any intention to, like, sleep over or sleep with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like, was a little bit more of my speed at that time in my life. And so, uh, <laughs> so we went up and we had a good time and we, we probably watched sports or mm-hmm. a movie or something. And I ended up spending the night and, was um, a good night. it was a good night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, held on and didn't break any sort of <laughs> boundaries until the morning because <laughs> it was like don't sleep don't sleep with him on the first night okay the morning <laughs> so, oh my god <laughs> yes but um that was yeah that it wasn't a bad decision um as i left the spot before i was even off the block it was like text i had so much fun with you i want mm-hmm. when can i see you again mm-hmm. and i that was obviously like oh okay. how do yeah, all right how do women feel when you get that type of text when after like you taking your I would say a walk of shame, right? Because you left his house. Right. So you're taking a little walk of shame and you're like thinking to yourself like, did I just do that? Did I just do that? And then you get a text like that. What is that feeling like? Well, there's no shame in my game. All, oh, right? all right. So I was walking, <laughs> but I was more like, whoa, that was wild. That was a wild uh-huh. walk, right? Um, and then when I got that text and I won't answer for anyone else, it was like affirmation that what I felt was a good night. Mm-hmm was mutually experienced Mm -hmm. right i was there was no like hmm i wonder if he had as good of a time as i did Mm -hmm. because he was letting me know off top that he wanted to see me again and plan for it before i was even out of his neighborhood that's good that's always good yeah all right so gave you confirmation what was the second date like well was it consistent yeah i think we went out probably the next week Mm because again he has very rough rough hours so I knew that I was a priority because I knew that there wasn't many days to choose from. Mm-hmm. And um, we met um, in in at a bar in like his work area and it was fun and, and it was cute. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this, wow, this is working. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the city. This is a real person. I think he's <laughs> cute. We're yeah. having a good time. We yeah. like the same things. This is really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And I think this guy's my friend. Mm-hmm. So, were you dating multiple people at that time? Mm, no. Oh, just him alone. Yeah, I, like I said before, when I came back from that yeah. time away, I was really like not gonna be petty about the way that I mm-hmm. um, approached these things. It was yeah. like you either a yes or a no, and yeah. I found him pretty soon, so I didn't really even have time to date. Got you, got you. All right. So fast forward, you're having fun with each other. Um, was there any like bumps in the road during that time? Um, there was some points where I would say 
in hindsight were some red flags. Um, there was a, my, I come from a divorced family as does he. And like maybe a couple months into it, I mm-hmm. jokingly said like one morning, like, well, I'm like, I'm getting married. Like that's, that's what I want is mm-hmm. to be married. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'll probably, you know, I'll probably take someone out before I divorce them. But what I was essentially trying to say was like, when I decide to do that, there is not anything that will waver when it comes to my commitment and dedication mm-hmm. to making it work. Mm-hmm. And that's when it was like, oh, I don't believe in marriage. And I was like, mm. you wild. Give it some time. I'm the best. That was <laughs> that was like, that, that was a big flag because that ended up being kind of a point of contention in our relationship later in life. Wow. Um, because I should have accepted his answer. He was yeah, telling yeah. me the truth, right? Yeah. But uh, I wasn't involved enough to know that you can't change people at that point in time, <laughs> or wasn't willing to accept it in this moment. Right. Um, there was, uh, you know, a couple of outbursts where, you know, either one of us, uh, you know, had had too much to drink, you know, a party night and yeah. you see how the how extreme one or the other could go. Um that was that like maybe twice before we got really serious. Mm-hmm. I was the offender once. He was the offender once, and it was kind of we knew that there was like a darker side um, mm. when uh, a loss of control, if you AKA drunk, you yeah. know what I mean. Um, but other than that, it was pretty smooth. Uh, there was some difficulties because of our places of location. I was staying in New Jersey at that time, so I would come over and I have a bag, and it was yeah, like. Yeah. He would want me to stay until he didn't. He wanted me to leave. You know what I mean? So you had to use the same clothes. and you was, Did you feel comfortable doing that? I mean, nobody feels comfortable living out of a bag, right? right? right. But furthermore, like, um, it's kind of like it was weird because am I spending too much time? Mm-hmm. Am I spending too little? It was like mm-hmm. the, Joe, like when he would come home to me at, for dinner, but like. You know, two days later, maybe he just needed some time to just, I don't know, whatever we do by ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that would be a little bit challenging because there was no official, like, you should move in with me. And for we were only, like, six months into it. Mm. But outside of that, I think we worked around those things. And I think when we talked about it, you know, later in life, it was very much like I was having so much fun with you. I didn't want you to leave. Right, You know right, what right. I mean? Even though I needed my space. And he was seeing other people. How did, how did that work? Until until he was like, I just liked you mm-hmm. more than every like I guess maybe a couple of other females yeah. not sleeping with. Yeah. But I guess when we had had that date, there were a couple people on the roster. Yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. eventually he was like, I just looked up and I was like, I don't even. I'm like trying to get out of these dates because I want to hang out with you. Right. And right. so that's how I. That's why I asked you that question because it's like when you find that one, it's like uh-huh. how do you break it off with the other ones? Right. So for him, it was like he slowly got away from them. It was pretty immediate once we, because once we started dating after that second day, we were seeing each other like a couple times a week. Because mm-hmm. once the trust was like there that I could stay at his house when he wasn't there, yeah, yeah, yeah. he, I mean, I would just come over and stay. And he gave you a key. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I just. Well, you were trapped in the house. <laughs> once you close the door, that was it. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. That was um, a family home, so it was easy to get in and out. Neighbors oh, knew me, right. but it was not like I could come at my leisure. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. So when did y'all make it official? And how long did it take? Mm, I would say we probably went official like a little over six months. All right. Um, what's funny about it is like I don't think that Joe ever like said it. Yeah, I don't think it was like, "Will you be my girl?" 
in a conversation, it'd be like, that's my lady, or yeah. I'm going to go pick up my woman. I mm-hmm. ev- Everyone knew I, who I was, what my role was. Mm-hmm. But I, I can remember having conversations with my friends, like, I'm not sure, I think I'm this girl. Because, <laughs> like, I got my own drawer there, and I, we spending time, we making vacations and stuff happen. And they're like, yo, you're, you're dumb. Like, of, of course you are. And yeah. I'm like, oh. Because there was still never that, like, and then you look at yourself in the mirror, and you're like, I'm a grown-ass woman. What am I looking for? Like, mm-hmm. be my girlfriend. <laughs> like, yeah. Do I need, like, a like a, a ring? Am I right. going to wear a varsity jacket? Like, right, right. what is really signifying <laughs> it if we are only sleeping with each other and spend mm-hmm. the majority of our time? So I would say that's how it happened. So did you have an anniversary? Uh, no. You never made up a date? Uh, we did, but Joe was not that type to. Oh, my. So was that a red flag for you? The red flag was the Valentine's Day. Oh, all right. So let me ask that because yeah. I was like this, all right? I had an ex-girlfriend at the time and I don't, I didn't like Valentine's Day. Right. I'm like, every day is Valentine's Day. It should be. Yeah. So I hated the fact that that one day you have to do something special and take her out and everything is crowded and it was stu- it's stupid to me still. But I recognize that women love this day and have to do something. So was he the same way? Uh, yeah, same same story, same background. See? Yeah, and I and I I'm sympathetic to that. See, I'm not looking for like, mm-hmm. well, uh, everybody else is doing it because I don't like to be in crowded restaurants. I don't like right. chocolate like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know. It's more about celebrating love within your partnership, and that could be done on the 13th, and it could be done on the 15th, or it could be done mm-hmm. 365 days right. later. Right. Right. However, it doesn't take much to do something. You could draw me a card. Ah, uh, that's that was that was said to me too. Like, like a, or just like yeah. look at me and say, you know how I don't rock with this holiday, but you are my heart, mm-hmm. and I got something else planned for us next week when when things are not so wild in the streets because everyone's trying to love, right? You right, know what right. I mean. <laughs> so uh, compromises there, but I was kind of like dulled to me in a little bit of like a you know czar way, where it's like I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. So, mm. I'm sorry. And you got to deal with it. Basically. Yeah, he gave me a few things throughout. I mean, the, the duration of our relationship, because mm-hmm. like after about like you know four years, you're like really dark, nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so, Man. to give you a little bit of his character, yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like a this is our world, this is my world, and mm-hmm. you're now in my world. Mm-hmm. So this is now the how you operate. In so how did you world. take that in the beginning? Oh, gosh, it's really confusing because I'm a very, like, uh, independent and very, like, alpha female. But when I sign up to love, mm. I am, like, on your team. You know what I mean? Because that's the that's what marriage is to me. It isn't about the ring or the wedding yeah. or any of that stuff. It's Teamwork. about knowing yeah. that you got somebody that's always playing on your team. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Riding with you. Thick, thin, all of that, mm-hmm. right? So... That's when it was like, I mean, yeah. I don't. I, if you have a little bit of doubt in that, then already the foundation to your relationship is shaky. Mm-hmm, and I've mm-hmm. already mentioned a few things that were f- what are faults in the. But you like this guy so much that you just stuck it through and was like, "All right, maybe he would change," type of thing. Uh, you know, you in the when you're in the mix, you're going through the other parts of your life. You're growing, evolving. You have that partnership for whatever it is mm-hmm. to you. Um. You almost like, uh, you know, like the the good outweighs the bad. Got you, got you. Right? 
But then, it, you know, those things fester or they ferment or they become, you know, it's not just a rock in your shoe. It's three rocks in your shoes now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So small things can become larger irritations yep. once the, you know, the measurement increases or it becomes off balance. All right. Yeah. yeah. But so. no, I didn't like being told, lord it over. Mm-hmm. And um, it ended up I would start to change the way that I move just so that I could do what I wanted to do um, without Ex- having ex- to. Explain. Like, give me an example of, of something that you wanted to do. Did he like ever look at you in a funny way? Like, all right, I don't like this, but you're still going to do it type of thing. Yeah. Um, let me see. I, there was an occasion uh, when I was just uh, I was coming back to work and we I just had a baby. And so I was kind of like, I would really like some time to myself. Right. Mm. But Joe wouldn't make like uh, changes in his life to make to accommodate because it was a hectic life for him. And I get that. And I couldn't really fit it in. So where I worked, I had sick days and I was like, I'm going to call in sick to work. Mm -hmm. I'm going to walk out the door at 8 Mm a.m. And then I'm going to go to Spa Castle or I'm going to (laughs) go, I'm going to go steam my, my troubles out and I'm going to love it. Right. Yeah, Yeah. Because I've asked for you to help me to do this. And it always ends up being something that either just can't be, can't make it happen. So I'm gonna make it happen for myself because that's the kind of person that mm-hmm. I am. And it was funny because I did that once or twice. And I think the second time he FaceTimed me or something and I was like in the city on my way back or whatever. He's like, you went to the spa? I was like, <laughs> why? He's like, you look happy. And I'm like, well, yeah. see why I do it? Like, is it so bad to have me happy? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. He's like, you look, you look happy and rested. I was like, that's all I wanted to do, you know? So it was, it was almost like in hindsight, he was not so like, he was almost like, I, I, I could have done that. I should have done that. And maybe I will do it, mm-hmm. but I had to take that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, all right, let's try it. Yeah, you know he wasn't I mean? trying to compromise with you. Then. Joe leads so. with a no mm. comes back, then comes with the maybe. All right. You feel me? Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, we could probably make it happen until I evaluate everything. And it's like, it's really hard. We could still do it by like, I don't know, scaling a mountain, right? But mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard, but yeah. we can still do it. Gotcha. All right. So yeah, made this work after six months. What was that initial uh, uh, being together, being a couple? Like, did you move in? Did you officially move in? Yes. So you left your place in New Jersey. Did you yes. live with anybody in New Jersey Roommates. or by yourself? And they were sad that you was leaving. Yes. <laughs> Moved in with Joe. Yeah. And how was that? That's when you truly get to know a person when you move in with them. I feel that way. Yeah. Um, you know, thankfully, Joe isn't super dynamic. His problems mm-hmm. and his personality defects are just what they are. They get more intense. Mm-hmm. They never go away, but they don't multiply. All right. You feel me? So it's like the same issue that I would have. I would just see it more times because mm-hmm. I was living with him now, right? So there was a, also a point where I felt like I wasn't paying rent really. So we, I just moved in to, with him. Mm-hmm. I was making sure the house was kept up. I was making sure when he came home for lunch in between, uh, you know, if, if he had time in between whatever he was doing, made food, come back, clean up, laundry done, you know. And um, Where did you learn this from? Like, Did you see somebody else play this role or... I am a natural giver. All right. And I also uh, am very uh, accommodating to people who help me. 
Gotcha. I feel like if I don't have like the exact thing to give back to you, mm-hmm. then I want to do whatever it is that I do well, which is taking care of people um, and being supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find I derive joy from that. Um, that I just bring that in like boatloads. You know what gotcha. I mean? If you called me right now and said something was going on with you, even though we have a you know limited friendship. Mm-hmm. The first thing that I would ask you is, how can I help? I may not know if I can actually do what you need, but I want you to know that somebody is there for you. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of that. And it, it, if I look back on my behavior now, I really set myself up for failure because those things were then expected even as our roles evolved. Right, right, right. Right? Yeah. So um, that presented some challenges because our expectations were off off kilter. And um, I didn't feel valued, you know, for yeah. what I was contributing and that Joe felt like, you know, that's the way it was supposed to be since he was allowing me to live with him. What? <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. My intention isn't to smear here, right? The intention here is to to have a, a, a moment to air out this, this, you know, experience, but to understand it's a part of my healing. Joe's a good dude. Yeah. A great father, just... Kind there of was some prick. there were some things in, <laughs> kind of yeah, a prick, yeah. you know and you can be that yeah. Joe's like every other prick out there right but there's somebody there are those that are interested in becoming better people mm-hmm. and there are those people who are trying to convince you that they are the best gotcha yeah you can tell where Joe stood yeah he wasn't trying to talk about it yeah so stuck in his ways and yeah well that can happen I don't know if he knew what his ways were you know? Really? Yeah. So him as a person, uh-huh. I would say y'all were in your late 20s, early 30s yeah. during this time. He didn't know who he was at the time? Um, You know, sometimes you don't want to look at the ugly parts of yourself. I'll say mm-hmm. a lot of times it's because it's not easy, right? So the challenge within our relationship is, uh, or one of them, was that I, I, I would say once the ugly was brought to me, <clears throat> I'll look at it. Right. I'll take responsibility for it. I may try to defend it, but overall, I'm not going to tell you that it didn't exist. Mm -hmm. It was the contrary on the other side of the fence. So not only did I have to manage the way that I was saying, hey, you were kind of a dick the other day, Mm -hmm. but I also had to say it with love and make sure it was in the right tone. To protect his feelings? To protect myself from what could be a combative interaction because Joe cannot be criticized not that Joe doesn't think, I'm sure, in his own time that he could be a better person, but the front that you get and the one that you're dealing with is that it could not ever be the source of the problem. It could never be him. And where did that start? When did you first discover that? Um, I would say when I probably moved in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I could see that, like, you know, when things are trivial and you see them in the beginning for the first time, they're like, that was kind of weird. You know what I mean? But you're not like, oh, that's going to be a major issue in our relationship. Um, And um, I did, I'd never really met anyone that was so, you know, forward about their, their, the way that things were going to be, you know? So I'm so go with the flow unless it really shook my boat. I was like, all right, well, whatever. I just got, I got that dude. I got that alpha dude. One time a guy asked me uh, in a bar if I was from, what part, like, he said, are you from Africa? Or are you from, and I was like, <laughs> hi, like, 
first of all, I'm sitting with somebody. Anyway, it was an awkward interaction. Right. And at that point, Joe took it upon himself to threaten the dude and say, I'm I'm going to like, you need to leave this bar. You and your homie need to, you disrespecting my lady. You need to leave. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, I've never been in a fight in my life. I'm like, um, I mean, they did disrespect me, but I don't know. Do I like this? You know, do I like being stood up for? It hasn't right, happened. Right. Is this love? Is this how mm. someone shows their love? And so it got weird. And yeah. I was like, that was, that was really weird. Right. But, was that a red flag or was that something that just confused me? Cause I was just like, I don't yeah, even know yeah. how to take that. But like, that's kind of the person that he was or is. So you had to learn him basically. Yeah. I became more uh, accommodating um, to his behavior patterns to make my life easier because it was better than fighting. But doesn't that hurt you in the long run? It absolutely did. It changed my complete makeup. I lost who I was. I yeah, lost yeah, yeah. who he fell in love with. Mm. and then it was like why are you so miserable i'm like well i don't really feel like myself you know what i mean but then it's like who's doing what to you Mm. and then it's like now you're just confusing me even more because now you're saying all of these things that i'm feeling based on our interactions don't i'm delusional yeah so to get in like personal stuff when you get into an argument right how do you how what is the makeup like how do you make up and become normal again um I would say uh, when people ask me today why Joe and I aren't together, I say there was a lot of combative interactions and that there was he had a very limited capability to articulate his emotions using words. So if there was an issue, Mm -hmm. uh, an immediate emotional reaction would happen. Yeah. Loud, pointing, gestures. I get lower or I get, you know, I take it in. Mm-hmm. And um, whatever the resolve, whether I decide to engage and be just as combative or whether I just say, fine, whatever, Joe, you win again. Um, the next day or after Joe released that mm-hmm. reaction, it would be like a love bomb situation where it's like, oh, do you want to go to that restaurant? Or, oh, <laughs> like I brought you this home because I know you like these, you know, oh, no, I'm sorry. No, yesterday was wild. None of that. Like, it was just like, well, it happened. Let's just try to not have that happen again. And that would happen, you know, it was like seldom. Then it was yeah. frequently. And then it was like, God, I don't know when it's not going to happen. Mm. Right? And that's when you're like, I'm trapped. Yeah. Right? I don't even know how to work myself out of this. And you never thought to like, just try to say like, this is how we should handle certain situations or... It shouldn't be handled like this. Like, if we get, get into an argument, uh, the way to come back, it shouldn't be like this. We should talk it out. And you never challenge him in that way? Um. Well, it's quite perplexing, right? Yeah. Because I'm, I have an aversion to being in a confrontation. All right. Right. All right. All right. So I would just be like, oh, wow, this is intense. Yeah. Like, I just thought we were going to talk about something. Just, you know. And then... It flipped, right? Then yeah. I was like, you're not going to, like, my voice needs to be heard. Then I was trying to go toe-to-toe, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was like, them were yelling. But mm-hmm. I should also mention that uh, Joe and I got, well, I got pregnant with Joe's baby, like, at a year of our relationship. A year? It was a year. So. Uh, Man, time he, flies. All right. It was like, okay, 
we're in, we're at, you know, we're hanging out. And I think we'd lived together for maybe, maybe like a little over half a year and I got pregnant. All right. So if I maybe would have had some more time, yeah. I, I would have left him. Gotcha. Okay. But then I went into the whirlwind of becoming a mother and understanding what was going on. Joe was purchasing property at that time. I was in a job where I was trying to move my career in places. And it was just overwhelming, you yeah, know? Yeah. So then you lose what, you know, 40 months or 40 weeks. And, you know, then you right into being new parents. And by no means was I interested in like addressing our issues because I was going through my own journey of being pregnant and then a new mom, yeah. which has all sorts of emotional caveats, right? Hormonal caveats, like right, things right. that you are physically going through. I've never been pregnant before, never had a baby before. I was like just going through it. So you would expect that your partner would be somewhat supportive. But I think that's when I started to see that there was a lack of empathy there and there was a lack of understanding that I was probably going to not be myself for a while, mm -hmm. but that you should still support and love me. Now, now I'm not like, go get me this. You need to do that. That's not my MO anyway. Yeah, I hope yeah. that's obvious. Like I'm not the type of person that's, yeah. you know bringing something unrealistic, but it was like, we couldn't even talk about it. And that was when I would say we started to see some, some issues that were like overwhelming, but not more overwhelming than being new parents. So those mm. issues began to take a back burner yeah. as we just try to evolve as parents. Now, before we spoke about doing this episode, you told me to go research certain things, right? Mm -hmm. Certain characters. Now this is where you take your notes, right? And you want to read some of your notes. <laughs> about some of the characteristics that Joe shared, right, with right. you? Do you want to get into that now? Or? Yeah, I can. All right, all right, yeah. Because um, I found it interesting. Like, when I was studying some of the stuff, uh -huh. I was like, this sounds like right. people that we know. And, and we'll sure. get into that, yeah. Sure, well. Uh, Celebrities that we know. Oh, I, um, like, okay, so disclaimer, I'm obviously not a doctor, a clinician, mm -hmm. or anything, but... After doing, uh, you know, some poking around and uh, finding a therapist through my job, um, that was like mid-COVID, mm -hmm. you know, sometime over the summer, I was like, you know, researching and gave her kind of the rundown that I'm giving you. And, and she mentioned that the, the, that Joe was showing some tendencies of NPD, which is narcissistic personality disorder. Now, it's one of these things that is a disorder that's hard to pinpoint. It's like, less than 200,000 cases are actually diagnosed and there is no test for it or mm -hmm. cure. Uh, it's all circumstantial uh, points from your childhood or it could be genetics mm -hmm. um, that puts you um, at risk, I guess, of, of, of evolving into having this as a personality yeah. disorder. So spot, I guess, symptoms would be like an excessive need for admiration, um, a sense of strong sense of entitlement, cannot be criticized. And, you know, the one that would really be the kickoff for me was like a total disregard for other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. So not wanting to talk about it wasn't that it, we were too busy. It was always like, oh, I, don't, I, we look, oh, I just got home from work. We got to talk now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm about to leave for work. We got to talk now. You yeah. know, it's like never a good time. Right. But it, it, when I reflect, it was like, he just didn't want to to be in a position where we'd have to take accountability. Mm -hmm. So that's when I started researching it a little bit more. And um, I, I, I can't say because I'm not his therapist or, or, or whatever that he has uh, 
in fact, that diagnosed him with NPD. But I would say after doing some really deep diving, um, the, uh, the effects of, of being in a relationship with someone like this uh, are indecisions, mm-hmm. hard time setting boundaries, uh, anxiety and depression, and, and a very strong sense of, of a loss of self. And so if you just gave me that list and mm-hmm. I reflected on the past like three years of our relationship, there was a lot of that uh, present, a lot of uh, anxiety and a lot of loss of self. And um, I think the fact that I started to manipulate the way that I was speaking and approaching situations with Joe um, just to avoid and totally manage his reaction showed that this was becoming almost like a secondary part of our relationship, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm a mom, I'm an individual, and I'm also managing combative interactions with my partner. It's like, when am I chilling? <laughs> you know, right, like, right. when do I get peace? So, but like, when did you get peace? When, when I you left. You had to sneak out and. No, when I left. You left. Oh, wow. The we peace. didn't get there yet. But yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, when I left. But uh, I would, uh, you know, I, I was the one that was like, walking around the streets of Harlem at 11 o'clock just because I wanted to get some air and get out of a small space. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, obviously it was then Joe's space. We're watching what Joe wanted, you know, we're doing what Joe wanted. So I just go out, call my friends. They're like, what are you doing? You know, walking around like a weirdo because mm-hmm. I just need some space. So it was very hard for me as a person. Did you ever look at other guys, potential guys? At, at that time or no? No, I would say it was just, I didn't even really have the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe uh, an extra flirt here or at work, like somebody yeah. that, you know, was cute, but I would never do anything because it's just like messy and weird and not, not <laughs> anything that I wanted anyway. Something right. to kind of stroke that part of me because Joe was obviously not, stroking any part of me right (laughs) so um but it was never like uh i'm gonna satisfy my my or you know gain pleasure or or positivity from an external source because that wasn't going to fix the picture right right so so going through this relationship you said yeah i was in a studio at the time Mm -hmm. and then the pandemic happened right yeah i was still there at the when the pandemic happened? Uh, so, yeah. I mean, 20, 2019, New Year's, we get in a huge fight. And I swear to myself on everything that mm-hmm. I love, I didn't tell anybody else but me, I'm not going to be in here 2020 for New Year's. And if I don't do this, I'm, I'm only lying to myself. I could, I could BS you. I could make some excuses externally. But if I say and swore to myself, there wasn't right. nothing that was going to keep me in there. So every day... If it was, I was looking in Riverdale, I'm looking in Queens, I'm looking everywhere because my mind is totally set on manifesting this because I couldn't take it anymore. Mm-hmm. So what, let's see, that brings us to December of 2019. I get, you know, some really good news about an opportunity. And sadly, the space is still a studio. Now I can afford it by myself. And it is in a, a desirable part of, of the city. And you know what? I'm just going to take it because this is this is a, a blessing and um, we'll figure out what's going to happen with our relationship. But right now, I just need to find sanctuary. How did he take that? Um, you know, again, not engaging with the true identity of, of, of what I was talking about, which was like, yeah. I am talking about the status of our relationship. Mm-hmm. 
I'm willing to keep that intact, but I'm telling you, I, for my personal sanity, need to physically move into a space that is my sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And so that, well, I got, I think I moved in uh, on Valentine's Day, funny enough. Wow. I got the keys on Valentine's Day and cried my tears of joy because um, I was just so filled with with gratitude, you know, um, because it was, it's mine. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I could do what, my name's on the lease. Nobody's yeah. lording over me in this piece. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um and I can create that space for my my child. So uh, I think it was what the week that we shut down, which was like the second week of March. March, mm-hmm. mind you, Joe's birthday is the first week of March, right? So he's a Aquarius, Pisces. Pisces, all right, Pisces. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, what do they say about water signs? <laughs> I don't. Uh, uh, I should do some research on this stuff because this is the question that. My listeners always ask, like, what is a sign? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. I will tell you all about about, that. Yeah. So I know that's a water sign. (laughs) Yes. That's the crab. Wait, is it a crab? (laughs) No, cancers. uh, Cancers, the crab. mm -hmm. This is the fish. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Here we go. Um, Water signs, it's a cancer, Pisces, Scorpio, and they're typically very, very deep with their emotions, right? Mm -hmm. If you figure the ocean, right? You can see through it, but you can only see so far, right? Yeah. However, you know that there is so much going on under there. And yeah. I guess that would be like a nice like elevator pitch of what a, of a water sign. <laughs> uh, and, and, and there's depth there. There's high amounts of emotions, but, the, you know, everybody is different. So, um, yes. So uh, where did that where does that put us? That, yeah, he's a Pisces. So it's, <laughs> yeah, you moved out around his birthday. Okay, so he, yes. yes. So, because it was like, when do you rip the band aid, right? Right. Oh, it's his birthday. And I was like, well, I'm not, I don't care. Yeah, right? so I, I move out. And so it's a week uh, before things shut down. So, the second week of March. And uh, the, the kid's still going to school, and we're trying to work through logistics. And Joe brings out some combative nonsense. Mm. And I look at Joe and I say, Joe. Low key, I've never been through a pandemic in my life. High key. Right, <laughs> I right. have no idea what we're doing. I have no idea how to pand- uh, pl- parent. I have no idea how to plan. I do not need your nonsense bullshit right now. We need to work together. Yeah. Or we're g- you're making this harder. Right, right. That was met with more combativeness. And that's when I said, well, this is but What over. was he saying? Like, what was, what was, what did he want at that time? Uh, it was something about logistics. Like I, I, I think I wanted to make a big shopping run and I was like, I'm getting this feeling that it's going to get weird with shopping. Can we please make time to do this together? You got the car. We got the kid. Can we do this? And it was like, no, 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 no. It was like, never. It was like, why do you want to do that? Why do we have to go to that store? And I'm like, do you understand? We don't know what's going on. After, right, like, right. I just feel anxious until I feel like we have supplies. Maybe that's just like the old schooler in me. Maybe it's the doomsdayer in me. But like, why are you fighting me about making sure our family is prepared? Mm-hmm. Why is this a big deal? Yeah. You're making it harder. I'm just trying to help. And we're just trying to make strategic decisions to make sure we're secure. And if you can't do that with me, I would rather do it by myself because mm-hmm. I'll make it happen. And so that's that was the turning point for me because I was like, this is so stressful. I'm going through so much anxiety at the point. At that point, I was like, do I take my kid down south? Right. Yeah. That was pre pre these days where they're just as on fire as anywhere. Right. Yeah. And I was like, do I go there? 
where am I working? Like, what? How am I gonna do this? That's mm-hmm. when that's when marriage is important to me because it's like, all right, what are we gonna do? What are our priorities? What are we going to do together? Right, right. Why are we still separate but not equal? So I decided at that point that it was that was just my my final moment. You, we're done. Um, Th- that was the moment. That was the moment. Wow. Because I couldn't I couldn't bear to be, you know, uh, doubly. Uh, you know, pressure, the pressure of, of, of not only trying to navigate something so incredibly unknown and so volatile with no clarity, but I have to do it with your same garbage bullshit. Like now was he combative when it came to parenting as well? Um, like, are you mean like I know the way that to, we raised the kid? It had to have kid? been a buildup for you to get to that point from that situation to just be like, I, right, this is it. It had to come from something else. Like It was the years of being told what to do. Oh, right, and it was right. the years of just having to be like, well, Joe gets to have his explosive reaction because that's the way Joe is. And, you, you, it was a, and I'm it was like, a, well, what it came down to was like, I'm, I can't, I'm hard, having a hard time managing this emotionally yeah. and you're making it worse. So if I have a choice, which no rings on my finger, right? Mm-hmm. No deeds. <laughs> then we done. We're done here. Mm-hmm. We clearly have a child together, so we're still going to work together. But from this point on, let's just start seeing this as separate, right? Mm. You don't ask me for no support. I'm going to get my own groceries. You know what I mean? And we're going to operate like that. Um, that's how I put it. Yeah. Um, and there was some back and forth with that. But uh, I, that was the first time I'd ever said, because I think I had probably threatened or said, you know what? I don't even know. Are we still doing this? You know? But uh, that was the point when I was like, "Yeah, we're I'm good here. Like you making my life just straight misery." Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's where we went. And he was compatible. He, he com- combated you with that. What could he do? Nothing. I really. lived in my Nothing. own spot. Yeah. What, what, yeah. But I can see him like, "Oh, you want to leave me or something like that?" No. He just took it on. He took it on the chin. I think that. Uh, I don't know, cause I I was never he he never communicated his feelings with oh, me. Oh wow! All right. You know what I mean? So I just made a decision for the betterment of myself, right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, nobody worried about my well being except for me. So let me just go ahead and do that. And then yeah. I began to thrive as the rest of the world started to be, uh, you know, looking at unemployment, looking mm-hmm. at you know all of the things that came with this very intense year. Um, I was thriving. I mm-hmm. had my own sanctuary. I had time with my kid. I had time without my kid because we were basically splitting. It's the first time you had peace. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone's like, how are you? I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking great. Yeah. Right? Because- You didn't miss him out a little bit? No. Damn. <laughs> I mean, you have to understand the things that I miss about Joe are are or the way that we were like the first six months when mm-hmm. I didn't know about The honeymoon the stage. Well, I didn't know the depths of his issues, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that he wasn't going to be able to capable, was not going to be capable of communicating with me. Like I am an Aquarius, I am an over communicator. Mm-hmm. Is that a water sign too? That is interesting enough. No, it is an air sign. All right, air we sign. are All both right, got it, air got it, got signs. It. All right. Um, so naturally, 
always in just, you know, in the mix. Mm -hmm. We're ready to touch and talk to people because we're not afraid of those interactions, right? Oh, so that's it. All right. So I see the list. They say we we get along. So I'm yes. a Gemini. Yes. You're, it's Gemini, right, Aquarius, right. Libra. Gotcha. Those are all air all right. signs. Yeah, yeah. So they say we get along. All right. Got and it, we got do. It. Yeah, yeah. We got along like perfect strangers. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. Because we got engage it. with each other in similar ways. Gotcha, right? gotcha. Honest, yeah. straight up, yeah. charismatic and authentic, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Right? So it's almost killing me that we can't talk about it or mm. that you won't talk about it because mm -hmm. it's the only thing I need. Gotcha. I don't need apologies. I don't need any of that. I just need to be able to address it or else it festers inside mm -hmm. of me. And it began to make it toxic. Yeah. That's that word, right? It began to make me feel like changed and angry mm -hmm. and, and, and miserable, mm -hmm. right? And then... It's a cycle. I'm looking at him like he's not a man, right? So he's he's looking at me like this bitch, right? And we none there's no love in the cycle, mm -hmm. right? Um there was, you know, I'm I, I will say I will fully take responsibility that I probably could have been a more compassionate person. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm the only one out here trying to have that conversation. I even said, hey, let's let's air our grievances. Mm -hmm. I want to give you an opportunity to say everything in your heart that I have hurt you. And I'm I'm not going to reply. I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to thank you for saying that. But I, I just want to have the same, the same chance so that we can move forward, not holding this animosity, right? Right, right. But it's there's just a, a negligence when it comes to fault and taking ownership. And mm. everything is external. If I yelled, it's because you said this to me. If you threatened me, and I react in a very mm -hmm. large way. So that that was, you know, easy for me to let go because gotcha. I started to feel full. I started to feel closer to myself. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, out of a job, I see developments in him. He, not as angsty because he's not keeping such a hard work life. Getting to spend more time with our daughter, making him feel like he can be a little more chill. So... I was like, okay, look at you being accommodating. Like, right, wow. Right. I'm like, wow, you know, usually you'd be so pissed off. I was like 10 minutes. He's like, I'm not going anywhere. It's not like I'm going to work. What, what's 10 minutes? Right, right. When I would be heart beating, totally anxious, walk in to the car, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I was, uh, you know, already, like, just, you know, mm -hmm. abused. You know what I mean? That's a reaction of someone who is afraid. Right, right. You know? So uh, throughout the course of the pandemic, we, you know, we worked well together in some ways and in other ways we remained the same. Um, and then I would say I was, I started to explore other options over the summer as hard as that was, obviously, mm -hmm. with, with COVID and yeah. stuff. And uh, you, you went back on OKCupid? No. <laughs> No, I did not. It was in the streets? Uh, I met someone in passing, mm -hmm. and they were like, I was everything good in life. You like baseball? Yeah. I'm like, what? You, you do this? You do that? I'm telling you, it's not the norm. <laughs> I'm not yeah. normal. I'll say that right <laughs> now. But uh, I'm like, no, not only do I not, I, I love baseball, right? So he, we had a good, you know, little run, but the, 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 the best thing about that was very, very casual, nothing yeah. heavy, was that I felt, like, adored. Yeah. I was getting packages. I was getting flowers. Mm. I wasn't even physical with this person. Right. They were just courting me. And I was like, 
man, this is a world of difference. Right, right. And not only that, I, I don't... I didn't give this guy anything. I gave you a reason to live and a little piece of stardust on this planet. I mm -hmm. created a life with you. And I there's just no like nod towards that. You know what I mean? When this perfect stranger who just likes the way I'm shaped and the fact that I like sports <laughs> sending me stuff weekly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we all know what he was after or whatever. But that feeling yeah. was so foreign to me. And it really helped me feel it really helped me heal. It really wow. was very now, you wrote that in the questionnaire that you try to make it work with Joe. Mm -hmm. You got back together again. That was this year or? That was over the summer. Wow. All right. Yeah, that was uh, as, as near as September. Yeah. Um, Wait, so this guy was over the summer. The guy yeah. sent you, mm -hmm. you flowers and everything. Mm -hmm. All right. And yeah. That didn't work out. I just was like, you know, it was just friendly and casual. Yeah. I just liked the attention and was very clear that I like had just got out of something. Yeah. So we remain friends. Yeah. And he's he's still thinks the world of me and I'm still just like, I'm not ready to be out there like that. And so yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Because um, I was honest with him and he respected that. Um, I was dead set on having some family time with the three of us because we can be in a room together. There's mm -hmm. no bad blood or anything. I enjoy his company and whatever. Now that I'm not emotionally connected to his reactions. Gotcha. When you start to wild out, I walk out the room or I leave. Yeah, go, oh, yeah. This is not for me. I don't have to deal with this. Um, and uh, I got the fortunate, you know, blessing, another blessing from the universe of a beautiful beachfront property for free for three weeks. Wow. Joe did a lot to make that happen, right? Mm -hmm. um, because at the end of the day, he had the same desire to have us all in the same space for the kid. Yeah, right. She needs to see, it's always like one parent or the other. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when I say I could not have made this closer to my dream, mm -hmm. uh, it was 17 steps from the beach. There was a full moon while we were there. And it was just like all the odds were there. I had my fantasy draft during that time. <laughs> we were doing pandemic f baseball. So we're like watching games, drafting my team, drinking beers on the beach, chilling uh -huh. the kids inside. There's finally enough space where we could be in different places. Right. And I just look at Joe and I'm just like, I don't understand why this doesn't work. Mm, that's like, tough. Why does this not work? Yeah. I, like we are, we can get along really well. So I'm thinking, well, maybe it was, a, maybe it was a space because the space was not setting us up for success and amplified right, all of our right. issues. Maybe it's, we never ever, we were working so much. We never got this peace with each other. Right. 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 So I walk in kind of optimistic, right. Um, ready to have a good time and just ready to be a, a positive part of the piece of the, of the picture. And uh, I notice that every time I come in the room, you know, Joe's blocking the screen on the phone. I'm like, yo, like, what's up with that? You know, that's weird. Mm -hmm. I noticed that, you know, Joe's still going to bed at 9 o'clock. There's a full moon. We got Joe's mom on the scene. She watching the baby. We could go take a little walk or whatever. Right. Joe's passed out on the couch. I'm like, well, this is a shame shit I deal with. So that means even magical places cannot make this better, right? Mm -hmm. So come to find out, uh, Joe's swiping on Tinder, right? Man. While we're on vacation. Man. I'm like, you are, are you looking for somebody out here? Right? Mm. Like, I don't understand why you're doing this. Do you, yeah. why do you have time for this? What is the purpose of this? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, 
I got your number, bro. Mind you, people had sent me here in the city the profile. Because heads up, everybody, Tender is just a human recycling bin. When you live in the city, you're going to see the same 82 people. Okay. (laughs) And those 82 people probably swiped on your homegirl or homeboy. Okay. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But that's the depth of it. You know, you're not getting much there. And uh, so I was like, I'm going to get on here and create a profile. I'm going to find this fool. Right. And I'm going to be like, "Mm." you made a fake account? No, me. All right. See, funny enough, at the beginning of our relationship, Joe had Tinder on his phone. We weren't dating. We weren't like serious or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, uh, a message came up with a reply. I was like, word? What's mm. up with that? Joe was like, nah, you know, I just like looking at faces. Mm. I said, you can't go outside? I said, first of all, you're either leading me wrong mm-hmm. into something uh, that's not true, or you're leading on the person who's talking to you. And either way, it's just bullshit. Like, you, what, what, make up your mind. So he deleted it, obviously. But so this time it came back. And so I put my picture up there. I said, I put a fake job, put my name. And I was like, I'm just here to look at faces, you know, mm-hmm. giving him that I see you, dude, you know. And uh, I find him. And, it, and I got to tell you, this shit hurt me. You know what I mean? Because I know he's looking at, I saw something he was hollering at one, and I was like, that's just the knock. his phone? No, no, no. I don't right. do that. Um, we never did that. All right. But well, how did you find that out? Uh, this was something that came up previously, way before right. some female from his job that they're just friends or whatever. But, you know, he was emotionally leaning into that person because she was stroking his ego gotcha she didn't know the depths of his ugly and so it was easy for him to sell that his this chick at home was just the worst and she's always so negative and i'm like mm. well that bitch has a door to close and she knocked champa yoga pose in half the day okay right, i got right. a job a kid and a you okay so i i am not as peaceful yeah. <laughs> you know what i yeah. mean so long and short of it is you know i get on there i find him um and I, I'm sad. The next day I, I, I see him and I'm like, he's, why are you so sad? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just like tearing up and crying. And I'm like, I just don't understand why I'm not good enough for you. Mm. Like, I just don't understand it. You know, it's just baffling to me. What are you really looking for? And um, I think that took him off guard. But you know what Joe did? He got combative. Because that's what Even Joe, with that? That's what Joe does. When he is approached with something he doesn't want to look at. And I look at him and I go, I am so sorry that my emotional reaction is so (laughs) uncomfortable for you. I'll leave the room now. So I leave the room. I go and cry. I'm I'm looking out this window at this picturesque beachfront. Mm -hmm. And I'm so sad and heartbroken all over again. Right? So he talks to me. He's like, look, I'm getting old. I've been by myself. I just talked to people. You know, I'm not going to put us in danger by going and meeting people. And I believe him, Mm -hmm. you know. He's like, I just want some, like, attention. I just want to, it's just a fantasy, which is, like, baffling to me. I'm like, who's out here living pretend conversations? Pretend small talk conversations. It's like my nightmare. It's like being stuck on an airplane for the rest of your life. (laughs) Ugh. So... But there are people who are into that. Yeah. And if you like those people, get on Tinder. So I'm like, uh, 
sort it out. I'm not trying to make the, t- the the whole trip miserable. So I get the I get a little saucy. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put it on him, right? Mm. So I'm like, let's let's just see. You're gonna keep swiping, right? Let's see, right? Because I didn't tell him yeah. that I found it. I just got really sad. <laughs> and so uh, we had a saucy night, and I. I initiated some physical activity and mm. it was good or mm-hmm. it was fun or whatever. And it was nice for the, the next day until I saw the lock screen again. So mm. I saw the same behavior and I'm like, I can't believe it. Now I really oh don't know. God. Now I really don't know what you want. You know what I'm saying? I just gave you the illest laundry room sesh that you probably could have ever <laughs> imagined. Okay. On my own free will. Yeah. <laughs> and you still swiping. I don't get it. Right. So. You know what I do? I was he 9.30, passing out on the couch. I'm looking at this beautiful. So then I start swiping. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Let me see what I could find. Because you know what? I am the one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I run into something that's a, essentially a physical carbon copy of Joe, right? Mm-hmm. But with blue eyes, a better career, and a six-pack. What the hell? And all I'm right. like, hey, he's younger? Same age. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm like, this looks great. Uh-huh. So, uh, I only got like the the like um, temporary membership, the, pro- the promo membership. I thought it was trash, and he was the only person that I saw that I liked. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, I did the same thing. Witty conversations. Shot. I I initiated everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I essentially went through the same motions. Uh, and the universe gave me the exact same lesson in a concentrated version with somebody who I had no connection to. So this person withheld information, like uh, true emotions, yeah. uh, wasn't, uh, wouldn't allow themselves to be vulnerable, um, would say something like, I believe that we have potential. Never spoke, never met, only text. Text, I think we have potential. I'm like, all right, so let's go out. Ghost. Okay, cool. What the hell? Right. And I'm like, what is this? Like, why am I do why is this happening again? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, especially after going through the same situation with Joe. So the lesson from the beach is, right? People are like, why would you try again? Right, with Joe. Joe's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for the sake of my kid, you know, uh it, I I told this story like this. You imagine yourself going on the beach all day, you pick up shells, you got a whole big bag of shells, and as you're walking away, you see what could be the best shell. And you're like, fuck, I just walked from over there, but it's sparkling and I see it. It's just right there, right? I mm. got this, ba- I'm gonna set this down, walk all the way over there, I'm gonna check it out. So you walk over there and it's not a shell, it's not a phone, it's not an earring, it's a straw, right? <laughs> and you're like, damn, that literally sucks, yeah. right? And you walk back. And through that walk, you say, well, I'm never going to take that walk again, mm-hmm. right? So that's what happened at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. After I slept with him, after we went through this three-week vacation, which was partially the best and partially the worst, mm-hmm. after the Tinder episode. And that's what was necessary. I needed right. to take that L, right? Right. Because I still had hope, right? When I knew that my value and the worth that I had created during that time of thriving. Yeah was way more essential to my well-being than trying to make a relationship work for the sake of my kid. So I'll never walk back to the straw again, right? Right. So, uh, but essentially I did mm. by chasing the the other Tinder guy, the right. Tinder guy, right? right. What, what are we going to call him, right? So he's a cancer, by the way. 
another water sign. I don't get along with Kansas, but all right. I was I chase depth and I'm, I'm curious about these darks darkness right when in fact it just means they're broken in a way that you can't see right mm-hmm. so if you can't have a conversation with me and be open or at least be honest yeah I even to the point where I was like when are you gonna cut me loose when are you gonna tell me you only date strippers and like I ain't gonna get it yeah so dude wouldn't tell me I don't want to talk to you dude would always reply to my messages but dude would not make any action to meet with me. Right. Dude would just be like, yeah, I think there's potential. I'm really busy this week, but mm. so maybe to run around. Oh, for since September. I mean, we stopped talking last week. What? Yes. And I'm like, I'm not taking this into 20, 2021. Essentially. He said, I was like, what are you afraid of me? Because, yeah. you know, I'm coming off of September. I'm like, nobody's going to not get the truth from me. Because right, I'm going right. to be honest, open, vulnerable, with the intention of being kind and loving. Mm-hmm. And the universe will provide. I'm like, it's right here. It's right. right here. Look, the universe not only gave it to me, but gave it to me quick and gave it to me just the way I like it. And uh, I was forcing the situation because I was trying to replace him. I'm replace Joe's character with this cancer's character, right? My, those are my problems. Uh, Do you think you came on too strong, Tom? Because uh, I could run and do the way. I didn't do anything though. I didn't oh, say right, anything. Right, right. All, all I said was like, after about two weeks, I was like, "Dog, are we gonna are we gonna link or what?" I need to know if you're a herb or not because you're wasting my time right now. You're wasting my mental time, my emotion. I'm like yeah. invested. I'm like you know thinking yeah. about you and stuff. Yeah. But if you're not interested, I can deal with it way better if you were like, nah, I'm just not into chicks who live in, on the West Side. You know what I right. mean? I'd be like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fine. Somebody is. But yeah. when you say, I think that you're really interesting in not so many words or in so many words or a roundabout way, then I don't understand why you're not doing it. Right. Right. So then again goes that perplexed mind of mine. I'm like, I got to figure it out. I got to understand. And that's what six years with Joe did. I was like, I got to figure this out. I know I'm just Mm. missing something. It's got to be that. So took the L with Joe and walking into 2021, taking the L with this tender recycled person (laughs) and understanding that, you know, all of this is good because I'm here today to tell you, I feel more alive today, recognizing those traumas and understanding how I've evolved from them Mm -hmm. and how I will take those lessons into life and be a better partner for the person who does match my vibration. So everybody's walking around here looking for top shelf, right? We Mm -hmm. all want top shelf love, right? A lot of us walking around here in the well drink section, okay? <laughs> a lot of us walking around here not in a uh, in a state where we should be offering our cup to someone. You're not ready, right? right? Yeah. Especially if you're still ruminating about your relationship with your ex in a way that is inhibiting you to understand that there was love there, there's still love there, and that's okay. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah. So... I feel good. So, like, that story is a little bit wild, especially since I got, like, the double whammy at the end because, you know, essentially it was like, oh, well, you're just going to play that game again Mm -hmm. until you learn that your value is only evaluated and measured by yourself. Right. True to you. Yeah. I was looking for someone to fill my cup. I was looking for Joe to say, I'm taking you on. We're going to do this. Mm -hmm. And neither of that, that's not partnership. That is a fulfillment from an external source. Right. 
So through therapy, <laughs> through meditation, through my own spiritual learnings, uh, I've I've come to the conclusion that I don't have to stop loving. I'm loving on you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm loving on the audience right now because I'm I'm giving, and that's yeah. who I want to be. Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between giving without expectation to the world mm-hmm. and giving to one individual with expectation and waiting for results. God, yeah. So all in all, <laughs> I will never, ever, ever want anything besides a fully uh, fledged loving relationship for Joe, mm-hmm. because that means Joe's going to feel like a man. And when he feels like a man, he can be the best dad for my star seed. Right. Right. I'm not walking around looking for him to not hit the lotto. I want everything good for Joe. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I want for myself. Right. And that's what I want for you. Mm-hmm. And that's what every single person on the planet is entitled to. Right. But you got to be top shelf to get top shelf. Yeah. You in the well, you two for one, that's what you're getting. <laughs> two for one. <laughs> okay. So... This right here, you know, I'm so blessed and so, so, so thankful for this opportunity because I was nervous about letting this out because I had never really been able to share the story because Joe never wanted to listen. Right. Right. And I, my homegirls hear it, but they just know it. You know what I mean? And I think that the mind fuck that you have to go through to understand that someone's um, arrogance and entitlement can really affect who you are in that relationship, but who you leave being, you know, right. mm-hmm. when you leave, you're taking some of that with you. Right. So how do we recognize and separate and dilute and distill and take the L understand the loss, turn it into a lesson and then go ahead and continue living life filled with love. Right. Yeah. So that's my goal. That's how I'm making myself happy. That's how I'm filling my heart and my own cup and I have not one single doubt that that is, it's vibing on up to me. Like yeah. that's going to match me soon. And when that happens, I will be full and yeah. content. I'm glad you didn't lose hope because a lot of women do lose hope after going through tra- traumatic situations like that. So Trauma is, everyone handles it differently. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that, and that's, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's what you do to take yourself out of it, mm-hmm. um, which is what I've been like guided to try to put more of my in, investment of my energy into is t- to teach and um, and share methods that are very simple ways to apply to your life to just raise your vibration. Mm-hmm. You will have bad days. This is a hard planet to live on. Yeah. But you have so much mental control mm-hmm. that you should harness that in ways that elevate you so you start running into people that are on the same vibration. Yeah. You needed I needed to run into you for this to right. happen and we were on the same vibration of wanting to create a space and discussion for folks to move through trauma to be better people. Mm-hmm. So even though we were in alignment and we didn't know it, right. Our paths crossed because this yeah, moment had I haven't to seen happen. you in years. That's that's the funny part. I was yeah. like, I haven't seen you in years. Yeah, and so we just so happened to meet that day. Because nothing is a mistake and the mm-hmm. relationship that you just left and the trauma that you're working through, all of that is to push you into the places that are uncomfortable mm-hmm. so that you learn. Yeah. It is just as simple as duck hunt. You fail the level, you try again. Right. 
the things that I learned uh, or that I'm trying to apply in very simple practices um, helped me. Yeah. And talking about it helped me and therapy helped me and being honest with how I failed the relationship helped me and forgiving myself, forgiving Joe and forgiving us for, for failing at a successful relationship was like the hardest thing and the best thing for me to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause then I just was separated from the anxieties that came around being angry being upset, being disappointed, being hurt, my ego in the way, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I've done that through through many methods, but I'm now, you know, this is like kind of the kickoff um, to being able to provide this uh, kind of support to people who don't have a, you know, spiritual homegirl like me, you know? <laughs> um, because have you always been this way? Uh, like what is this spiritual? Because <laughs> I'm looking around, I'm like, what is this? Uh, what is this? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> busted um i will say that i have always believed in a higher being period higher we'll just All say right. higher yeah. right energy being entities whatever you want to name it mm-hmm. is up to you mm-hmm. i knew that it did the line the, the line didn't stop with me right right yeah. um and as i um look back on the days when i was happy happy at my happiest it's when i had no connection to the outcome of my life mm-hmm. when I was just living. The day that things started to get better for me um, with Joe, when I saw uh, an opportunity to feel better, there was a woman who couldn't reach something on the top shelf. And in my heart, I felt out of kindness, I wanted to help her. Yeah, yeah. Instead of facing down, looking at the floor, thinking about I only have seven minutes by myself and I got to go back up there to deal with that situation. I looked at that moment in being kind to someone and it uplifted my spirit. Like I was like, that felt really good. And I haven't smiled like that because the lady probably said something sassy to me, like, you know, usually or something, you know what I mean? It was just like, (laughs) it tickled me. And I started doing more and more of that. And I started seeing that positive vibrations if you're giving them, it's only coming back. Right. 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 Um, and if you, you know, I have a lot of friends that are atheists. I have people who believe in one religion or the other. People who think astrology is trash, whatever. I don't, the, none of that bothers me. You, right. Your truth is your truth and I respect it. But if everything is failing for you. Mm-hmm. And if That's every, probably what you're putting out, basically. Well, yeah. Why, why don't you try something? Why, 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 why wouldn't you want to try some? positive affirmations where somebody's whispering in your ear that you are beautiful and confident and mm-hmm. have everything that it takes to have an amazing and productive mm-hmm. and successful day. Is that wrong? Nope. Somebody whispering, <laughs> you ain't nothing but some BS in your ear. You know what I mean? It resonates. So yeah, why do we allow those channels and not the positive ones? So I've, I've created my own outlet to, to share those messages and it's not crunchy. You could go as deep as you want. You could go mm-hmm. as, 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 as deep as you're comfortable with, but I think we're all walking around here looking for inspiration when everything that we take, like that it mm-hmm. takes is really inside of us. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so, that. Well, look at you. You're living right. it. You're proof of it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you're coming from a situation where you've, 
you flip plenty that. of situations. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. I guess the the what I've researched about the starting of this mm-hmm. this podcast means you were in a similar or you were in a situation where you had to evaluate. Yeah. And and I hear I just see you making moves, and I think we all have that opportunity to follow our intuition and really do what we came here to do. And mm-hmm. it's not to pine over why a relationship didn't work and what you did wrong. Right. Right. You know, right. it's to look at it, evaluate it, check the boxes of what you have seen before in the patterns of your relationships and fix you, mm-hmm. or you're going to have the same relationship over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to believe this, but I believe if you don't learn it this lifetime, you about to come back next lifetime and learn it again until you do That's something else, right? Yes. Yeah. So why not just get a head start? Take it for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Take the L and turn it from a loss to a lesson and live your life full of love. And you wrote that as like your biggest lesson learned from the Joe situation. Take your L. Yeah, take your yeah. L. I looked at that. I was like, What does that mean? Yeah, you just got to take your L. You like like you said, it. and I've taken L's and I'm like, I got to move on from that. Move on from that. So I, I like that one. I actually like that one. Thank you. So, some advice you would give somebody going through a heartbreak or a breakup, what would that be? Like the initial, the 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 first breakup, that hard week, that first week. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> like somebody going through it. What would right what? now? Um, depending on the place that you're in, mm-hmm. uh, I think that uh, it's important to get all the 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 gunk out. Crying is not weak. Being being yeah. emotional is not weak. Purging those emotions is very important because you're carrying them with you. Mm-hmm. But the level of uh, acceptance is what I think is necessary. Taking All right, go ahead. taking the L and not beating yourself up about it. Yeah. Because you start to, f- I listened to a couple episodes, a lot of people start evaluating their moves. Should I set it like this? Should I have done this? Should I have waited longer? Did I do too much? Mm-hmm. That amount of mental energy that you're spinning around and around and around is so much more productive if you were spinning that in a way that elevated you. Mm. You're drilling into the ground when you should be ascending. That's hard to do. What? You have to learn that. You have to learn Learn how to do that. Like when you take your L and not beat yourself up. That's what anything. Not even just a relationship. That's what anything. Well, then you have to separate yourself from the desired outcome. If you look at your relationship and you take the L and it's hard to take the L, that's because you don't believe that anything better is coming. That's true. Right. So if it's like, damn, that's the best that it was going to get, I would sit and ruminate in that too. Mm -hmm. But what I'm choosing to believe is that nothing is a mistake Mm -hmm. and that I I received a place or a way to make my star child. And that was absolutely necessary. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be the same if I did it today with somebody else. So that I'm taking that L and being like, all right, well, cool. Damn, that sucked. And my heart still hurts. This was the first Christmas separated. Mm. And I said, no, I'm not going over there. That hurt, you know what I yeah. mean? I'm still going through pains from the from the relationship, but what I'm understanding is that I have a, a beautiful life to live despite what happened with Joe. Mm-hmm. I will always love Joe. I don't have to stop loving Joe. Mm-hmm. I just know that we in a different vibe. Right. He's in line for a different ride at Six Flags, all right? We at the same club, they're playing Sade out of one speaker and Trick Daddy in the other speaker. <laughs> If you're the talented person who could catch that vibration, cool. You found your vibe. Right. I'm in there trying to catch one of them and none of them are for me. That's right. fine. I'm going to leave and find my vibe. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. At all. Yeah. So if 
if Joe wants to ride the Ferris wheel and I want to do bumper cars, am I mad at him? No, Should we be, get yeah. our amusements in different ways, right? right? And mm-hmm. something else is going to tickle us and something else is going to fill us with the partnership that we truly desire. Mm-hmm. And that is why I will, I hope that for him. So if I had to like distill it down, uh, is, uh, would be like, understand that the best is yet to come because the only way that we could say that you are, you know, justified in sitting in this trauma forever would mean we know when your life is going to end. Right. 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 But we don't. Mm. So what you're doing is spending precious and valuable time that could be put to use bettering yourself, bettering your community, Mm -hmm. getting the same feeling of satisfaction and love through whatever motivates you and is connected to your heart. Otherwise, uh, I think uh, one one little bit at a time. Yeah. You don't just get over someone. You get over receiving the phone calls every day because mm-hmm. you now you're talking to your pops, right? I'm talking to grandpa. I was like, oh, yo, did you see Winston? Yeah. Okay, you know? That, that gave me that feeling of like yeah. uh, connectivity or just like what I would call a boyfriend for. Like, yeah. oh, what'd you have for lunch? Oh, did you see that play? Tyra's yeah. the best. You know, whatever yeah. we were talking about. Uh or start a you know a book club with your homegirl about whatever. Mm-hmm. There are, is love to be received in every relationship that you had. You placed an amount of importance in this one, and that is okay. Mm-hmm. But it did not end up the way that you had envisioned it, and that is also okay. Mm-hmm. Take your mind and start envisioning what your wildest dreams are and spin your mind around that circle so that you are smiling while mm-hmm. you're thinking, so that your vibration is increasing because you are picturing yourself with a taller dude, with a shorter dude, <laughs> with a deeper pockets, with no pockets, whatever. Yeah. You could order whatever you want at the Universe Cafe. Yeah. All right? Your wildest daydreams and fantasies should be something that you explore on a regular basis or else where are you going? Right. you just sitting right here waiting for a recycling bin version of the bullshit X that you were just talking about. You know what I mean? To come through and teach you the same shit. Mm-hmm. I'm tired just thinking about how many times I did it, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy to, to, to do that. And I'm therapy is great. It's not weak. Uh, spirituality is great. It's not weak. Um, getting closer to who's talking to you yeah. is the best thing that you can do. It sounds real, real hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, a pleasant conversation once you get there. Yeah, that's that's dope. You have self awareness. That's <clears throat> I congratulate people that can, like that are self aware because it's hard to get to that that point where you know yourself and everything. But last but not least, what's a song you would like to dedicate to your ex? I know you didn't answer it, uh, so. Um. Well, I had to think about that because I don't really. I wanted to be positive and uplifting, and I, you were like, mm. so I only got to choose one song. But um, I'm. Not, I didn't look up the lyrics, but I think um, I chose uh, a selection from the Love Below Andre Three Thousand. It's mm-hmm. called uh, "She Lives in My Lap." Rosario Dawson does some nice audio on it, and to be quite honest with you. I really don't know 100% what the song is about, but when I listen oh, to it. Oh, she lives in my lap. Uh-huh. Um, Make me want you. Uh, Make me miss you. I forgot. I used to break this song down a long time ago. But basically, Ros- uh, Rosario Dawson, um, 
ah, like she can't get away from this guy, which is Andre. Yeah. And he's he's uh painting all these pictures of her going out to the girls. She and all her girlfriends mm-hmm. they go out, but just she, yeah, and then but she comes, comes back, back to, to the him. cooler side yeah, of town, which is him, right? Um, yeah. So how it's hard to explain this to be dedicated to your ex because he's trying to say that she can never leave him. Uh, I believe that music, like art, yeah. all art, is a, up to the interpretation of 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 the person who's mm-hmm. who is uh whoever what whoever's interpretation. Um, but I think it's like like she can't get away from his love at like the lap part. Wait, right? You know what's in between your lap, so she can't get away from that. And then the uh, the interlude after is when he had sex and he woke up. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I dedicate that just the literal words, because we're just taking your the interpretation that you <laughs> broke down from wherever you got it. Okay. Not, that, that's I had a whole music class on, on that one. Yeah, we broke down that song. Where it, it was years ago. Uh how did it come? And now you remember it. Just <laughs> oh God, conveniently yeah. enough to just smash my situation. <laughs> um I uh I I relate to the, you know, make me want you, mm-hmm. make me miss you, mm-hmm. make me wonder where you are, then forget you. Mm-hmm. Remind me who we are. Mm-hmm. We're oh so close, but yet so mm-hmm. far. So, uh, you know, it was a give and take with with Joe and with this rando cancer. It mm-hmm. was like, you you tell me that you love me. You you tell mm-hmm. me that I'm I'm your lady. You tell me that we have potential you're around for me you 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 interact with me and i miss you right and then but could you tell me where this is going like could you tell me what like can you remind me are we together are we do we have potential can you remind me like Mm -hmm. you know and 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 essentially i would always come back to that place of of loving because that's what the only thing I really wanted to do, right? right yeah. I never want. I didn't want to get with these dudes for a baby or for a marriage or like lock you down, whatever. I just want to love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you making it so hard for me to just try to love you. Sure, not everything is one side, and you're definitely just getting one side, right? Mm-hmm. But my intention was never to like entrap somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just trying to get a ride, a ride or die, and be loving and mm-hmm. support somebody. Who was doing it back to me versus me just giving it. Um, But I would always return to that fact that it's like, all I want to do is just love you. Like, why are you you making this so hard? Because it's your issues that are making this so hard. Like, Mm -hmm. just talk to me. You know, rando guy, just tell me, like, you you in a third, you got third party? What's up? Like, (laughs) I'm very chill. You know what I'm saying? And furthermore, I don't even know what I want from you anyway. Joe... Can we just talk about how we can get to a place that's civil so that we can co-parent and show our seed a healthy environment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to keep my answer, okay? And I want you to listen to that song from <laughs> my perspective, okay? Not your literary what-have-you class. Uh, um, if Joe was here, how would, how would he describe you? That's the last question, because I know I got to go. I have no idea. You don't know how, you, how he would describe you? No. Really? I mean, how he... Just, just guess. Like, 
what would he say? What would some? Th- what, what, what would be some things he would say? You gotta just have a like three things. I'm a great mom. One. I'm mad cool. <laughs> Two. I'm a Yankee fan. Oh my! I'm not lying. There's nothing deeper than that. Did I describe any depth with Joe? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Listen, that stuff comes out. He tells mm-hmm. me he loves me. In fact, there's a what is the song? I'm proud of you. Uh, I can't remember who it is uh, who sings it, but uh, he would tell me, you know, in very weird ways mm-hmm. that he was proud of me or impressed with me. But with both of these individuals, I believe they both displaced their inadequacies onto me. Mm-hmm. Um, and they knew that they were not able to keep up with what I was asking them to do, which was either be honest or vulnerable. Mm-hmm. They were not they were not at a point where they could do that with themselves. You know what I mean? So I I know Joe loves me. I know it in his heart. And I believe that he just does not know how to be a better man for me. Right. And therefore, it gets to that point where his behaviors then obstruct us making progress in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, uh, you know, I wish that I had a better answer for you. But it's even, I guess, it's more uh, evidence to the case that I was never really told that I was valuable within, within that relationship. Really? That hurts. I know. It does. That hurts. But, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm moved to tear up at, that thought, at the thought of that. But what combats that is that I've taken so much time to understand that he does not have control over that. Mm-hmm. If I don't know that, then that's my problem. He does not hold himself in high regard or else he would behave in better ways. Right, right. So how can I expect him to see any value in me when he does not value himself? Yeah, that's deep. It's real. Yeah. Hold yourself up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody will come who's at the same height as you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm on my mission doing. I'm out here loving, living. <laughs> I put lipstick on. I was like, I'm, you know what? I'm happy. Yeah. Because I have a life to yeah. live. Some, that we know after 2020, that's not promised. Mm-hmm. And guess what? If you're making it into 2021, that means that you you got something to do here. Yeah. And it's not to sit and live in your trauma yeah. for an extended period of time. It's to learn from it, then go on living and, and find that love mm-hmm. in the world Yeah, because you're matching that. So... Mm. Um, I, I created this, uh, outlet. I created a YouTube channel. I've got an Instagram that I'm building up. I'm still very, very, I'm very shy about it, but Mm -hmm. I'm really, really motivated to think about others that have been in this situation and how hard it was to do it by myself Mm -hmm. and to try to weed out what was the reality, what was the delusion and what was imposed upon from Mm -hmm. external and if I can help somebody shine a light on those corners, uh, mm-hmm. then you know I, I'm I'm sourcing love and and from that. So that that's that's my mission right now is to get that stood up and start serving more people and making myself more available. So um, that's good. 
Yeah, thank yeah. you. Do you want to share the YouTube page or? Uh, yeah, like I have. Uh, right now, I have the Instagram up. Right now, uh, it's it is what it is. Tarot, because uh, it, it is, is what, what it, it is. is tarot. That's all it's gonna be. All right. Um, and uh, you can also search that on YouTube. It's live. It's new. If you decide to like get on board <laughs> now, you definitely a day one because mm-hmm. you can hear the shakiness in my voice. Oh my god! Don't be nervous. Uh, I'm nervous, but I'm driven. Yeah. And I'm committed. Yeah. And I hurt for so long and I was confused for so long. And just having this moment with you and thinking about the potential of helping someone uh, rise above their own circumstances is so incredibly yeah. empowering to me mm-hmm. that the tear that I almost shed for the sadness is almost, uh, it happened again because I would, I'm so lit on the fact that I could help people yeah. love again yeah. and love themselves first. Yeah. Do you see my face right now? Yeah. I'm bright and shiny. <laughs> I'm I'm hype. So, um yeah, if 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 you feel inclined uh if any of this stuff kind of resonated with you or you're curious about water signs, I'm totally help. Oh, I'm st- yeah. I will be your your resident astrologer uh, <laughs> guide for that. And I talk about that. I talk about other things, but overall I'm just trying to give positive vibrations for people to catch on to so that they can increase their own. So that's, it is what it is, tarot on YouTube. And, and I it, want to tell you, oh. asking someone they sign. Is weird. Yes. I know. Not not weird, but. I, I said it was weird. I was like, <laughs> the, hey, this is going to sound weird. The way you led with it, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm used to like dating women, mm-hmm. and they ask that, they start to judge you and stuff like that. So I was like, wait, you asking this, why are you asking this? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, you get, we, get, we get the bat into the stick. All the Gemini, time. Yes. I know, All but the you, time. no. Uh, listen, we could have a deeper conversation about that. But yeah. astrology is something that you can use. But anyone who is prepared to put you in a box mm-hmm. is looking to make you a character in a story. Okay, yeah, that's, uh, and yeah. if that's what they're doing, you should just sweep that out, right? Mm-hmm. When I when you told me you were a Gemini, I was like, oh, dope. That means I can be completely honest. Mm-hmm. I can I can be really friendly. Yeah, and that's going to be well received. Gotcha. Not all signs would take that. They'd be like, this chick is really aggressive. You know what I mean? But it can be used as a background check, but like none of that matters. No, girls would be like, oh, you're a Gemini? Oh, bye. Like, what? But yeah. do you want to, it sounds like they're holding on to the, a Joe of their own. Yes. Okay. Yes. So if they're trying to associate that with a sign, that's weird. I am only, I've chased water signs my whole life. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but I chase no more. I'm chasing success and abundance mm-hmm. and and high vibes. So um, I do hope to. I hope that you enjoyed this story. Yes, I hope it was not. It's good. No, it's good. <laughs> and I um I, I look forward to supporting any of mm-hmm. you listeners and you um in any sort of way that I can because I I love to love. I hear that. Okay. Well, thank you, Simone, for doing this. Of course. And that's been an episode of News of the Night.